0: Hey, you. Welcome to my podcast. I'm so honored that you're here. I don't know how you got here. I don't know if somebody shared this or a friend invited you or you just stumbled on over here, but I'm just so glad that you're here. I hope that the Lord speaks to you through my stories, through all my friends' stories. Um, And if you're a lady friend, hop on over to Facebook, to the First Cup group and get involved over there into our Facebook community where we can pray with you. We can grow with you. Um, We would love to have you in our group. This is just a podcast of really a bunch of women and couples and people growing in the Lord. and We're just sharing what he's doing. And so we are excited to be here and we're so excited that you're here. Have a great day and I hope this blesses you. Uh, speaking of growing and stretching, um, last week we talked about the lists, right? And how we hang on to our list and how we, um, have all these plans and all these desires. And we, we sometimes forget to ask the Lord, you know, to look over that list and see if those things on our list match with what's on his list for us. And so, um, that's what we kind of talked about last week, tearing up our list and sitting before the Lord and being quiet and listening to him. and and really waiting to hear what he has to say. So today we're gonna go all about in the waiting process. And in this little message on Facebook here, my little caption, I guess that's what you would call it. um, I put God's timing is blank, fill in the blank. And (laughs) there's so many words that I could put for God's timing. Um, And some of them are not positive. A lot of people are like, okay, God's timing is good and it's perfect and it's awesome and so thankful for God's timing. And I've had so many of those moments, but gosh, can we talk about the real life? God's timing sometimes is awful and God's timing sometimes sucks. Can I say that? Jesus, will you smite me for saying that? I don't think so because he knows my heart Um, and I'm in it for the long haul, Jesus. So but God's timing sometimes is hard, right, and so today in this chapter, Jennifer Allwood's post, or her post, her chapter title is God Has Awful Timing, and she has a podcast that she, excuse my dog, by the way, that's not my dog, that's my neighbor's dog, excuse that, by the way, Um, I've if you're just now getting on, I literally have been to about four different spots trying to get the mood right and get the vibe right, I guess what you're saying, um, and I thought, I haven't been outside in the backyard in a long time, and this is why, because there's a darking, at, darking barking dog next door. Anyways, um, Jennifer Allwood, she has a little podcast um, talking all about God's timing for her life, and she actually wrote a chapter about it in her book, and so we're going to talk about it. Um, She talks about kids in her God's timing season and how she uh, waited for kids and she went through miscarriages and she went through the adoption process and she went through the fostering process Um, and it took a lot of time, it took a lot of effort, it took a lot of paperwork, it took a lot of um, growing. And all of this time while she's trying, her and her husband are trying to do this, she's running a giant business. Her business is taking off and it's exploding and she's doing so great. Her husband gets to come home from the CEO world. Um, and they, she talks about how, you know, we breakfast, we send the kids off to school, we do some work and then we get to sit on our porch and read the Bible together and drink our coffee. And she's like, it literally is like, looks like we've made it. We are here. And the Lord and all this time they're working on the adoption process and the fostering process. And when they hit this moment in their career, they're like, you know what, maybe this isn't for us. You know, I thought the Lord was telling me to adopt and foster. And and she said, it wasn't like I got a for sure yes from the Lord, but who why would the Lord say no, don't adopt? You know what I'm saying? Like in the it says in scripture, what is it? James, she even points it out. In James it says, you know, take care of the widows and take care of um, the children. Yeah, James 1 27 calls us to care for the widows and the orphans. And so she's like, Why would God be like, No, don't do that? And so she just was like, You know what? We're in a good place in our life. And so I think, you know, we need to step out of the system. And as she was stepping out of the system, someone in her family down the line, down the line, down the line um, had a baby. And she had no idea. They saw this baby in passing at family reunions, um, they knew of her. Um, but it wasn't till years later that they called her and said, she needs a home. She needs a stable home and your family. And we thought of you. And it's crazy. She said the timing of that is crazy because when Ari was born, her daughter that she is adopting, um, when Ari was born, they were literally stepping out of the adoption process and the system of the foster care system and she was like how crazy is God's timing in that and how crazy is it his timing that she has a middle schooler is her youngest is in middle school and he's like hey I'm gonna bring you a preschooler and she's like what and so they're starting this all over and so I want to share a little bit of my timings with you guys um one of them near and dear if we're going to talk about adoption and and foster care and 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 all those things um Because I feel like as women, this is huge timing, bearing kids, right? I don't know what it is, but maybe it's because I've been turned on to the infertility world that I can, I see it so much that I'm like, God's timing, God's timing. It's all about God's timing. And you hear people all the time, well, it will happen in God's timing and don't stress about it and just take your time. We went through infertility for two years and two and a half, two and a half years and it seems so silly to even say that because I have so many friends that are still walking through infertility after years and years and years. I worked with a really sweet lady um, at Academy here in Midland that I met. God's timing here in Midland met her um, and I opened up just a hair about my infertility struggle because she asked, "Do you have kids?" And Um, I was like, yeah, no, we don't, we're we're actually trying, Um, we've been trying for about two years, and she just started breaking down crying right there in the store in front of me, and I just thought, what, Um, she has been trying to have kids for, I kid you not, 10, 10 years she's been trying to have kids. Um, and I got to watch her go through the IVF treatments and all that, and got to pray with her through that. And just wanted you to know that she has two beautiful babies now and they're precious and I love them. And so cool to be able to be a part of somebody's life through that. And I say through that because it's God's timing <laughs> to walk through that with someone, to lock arms with someone during God's timing. It's tough. It's tough. Um, and It's fun to watch when you get to see what the Lord's plan was, right? At the end of the road, whether that's kids or no kids, whether that's your dream job, not your dream job, whether that's your dream home or not your dream home, whether that's uh, your degree or not your degree, whether that's um, your weight loss journey or maybe you didn't succeed in your weight loss journey, whatever it is, when you hit that end goal, when you have that aha moment of this is it. This is why. This is why we waited. This is God's timing. This, this. When you have that aha moment and you get to see that through someone else, it's life-changing. When you experience it, though, can we just say, can we be real? It sucks. It sucks. And I want to pause for a second and talk to you if you're in the moment of the trenches of the quicksand and you are stuck in the I want out of here when is this over is there another way God can you hear me have you forgotten me what's going on why why am I going through this and if you're in that stuck in that right now I want to tell you that I love you And I would love to lock arms with you. And I want to pray for you through those moments. Um, And I am a walking testimony, even though I feel like that's so, like, not fair to say. But I'm a walking testimony of the, aha, this is why, moment, okay? And the Lord has not forgotten you. And it sucks. And I want to say, I, I have been in that boat with you. And it sucks. And it's okay to say it sucks. Okay, let's push play. So God's timing is just, we don't know what it is. And here's the deal. If you think about it, and let's break it down. If you think about it, we live in such a structured schedule, timely world. Like we literally have time change. We live within a 24 hour day, right? We sleep eight. (laughs) we sleep eight of those hours um in the rest of the 16 hours we're awake but we are on a schedule most of us well right now it's not but you know usually we work eight to five most of the time some jobs are eight to five some of us were i mean as soon as august hits what are we doing back to school and so much so that our whole world has put a price tag on back to school season it's it's helps our economy. There's tax-free weekend right in between that. Um, every year, we have a routine. Every year, every holiday, we have a routine. We have something that comes up every month, right? Um, 24 hours in a day. We have schedules. We have seasons. And so it is so hard for us in our humanness to even fathom what God's plan is. Because God doesn't run on our schedule. Like not just our schedule, like Christian schedule, but like the world schedule. Like He doesn't run on that schedule. And so when things aren't lining up and we're not this is not perfect. I can't even. This dog's like having a stroke back here. I don't know. Anyways, when our our timing doesn't align with God's timing we just kind of lose it. We lose it a little bit. And we're like, what is going on? What's going on? And you know what makes it even worse? Is when you see people the same age as you, that look the same as you, that are doing the same things as you, you see things happening for them. And you're like, what is going on? What's going on, Lord? What time frame are you on for my life? And so it just kind of changes us a little bit. and. I don't really know because I don't. I'm not a fan of this topic because it just, it's hard. This is the hard stuff, right? This is the hard stuff. And I don't love talking about this. So I'm trying to make this as encouraging as possible for you. And I hope that this helps. But listen, God's timing is perfect. It's perfect. And right now, if you're in the middle of the trenches of it, you're like, no, it's not. It actually sucks. But I'm going to tell you, it's perfect. It's perfect timing. And God doesn't run on our schedule, but he's not just willy-nilly, right? He is a God of structure. He is a God of control. He is a God of routine. Look at how he created the earth. I mean, day one, day two, day three, he had structure in that. When he tells us to pray right now as our church, we're talking about the Lord's prayer. We're going through prayer. It's structured. The way he asks us to pray is all about structure and control. He's not just, hey, well, I don't know. Let's do this. Oh, yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, I'm going to do this today. You know, he's not willy-nilly. He is structure and his timing is perfect. And we have to cling to that. But let me tell you something, okay? I'm going to tell you a little something because I've been reading Psalms. I try and read a Psalm a day. um, And I'm going to tell you, I read Psalms 13 the other day. And let me just pull that out. Okay. It is okay to question the Lord. David writes, psalms he writes i think i was looking it up on a a source said that he wrote i think 75 psalms david wrote 75 psalms out of the gosh how many is there like 200 i don't know listen i'm not a i'm not a pastor i'm not a theologian i'm just an average girl from texas that likes jesus and likes to read the bible and and loves people and so that's what you're going to get you're not going to get hard facts from the bible okay um but there's like a lot what 150 yeah there's like 150 psalms david wrote 75 of them and i looked up uh this morning i was looking it up and he actually questions god in his psalms he actually questions god 50 times out of the 75 psalms he wrote questions god 50 times that's crazy so if david a man after god's own heart can question the lord you can too <laughs> you can too you can sit here and say god why what's going on? And we're going to go to Psalms chapter 13, and it, I'm going to read this to you, okay? You ready? Oh, Lord, how long will you forget me? Forever? How long will you look the other way? How long must I struggle with anguish in my soul, with sorrow in my heart every day? How long will my enemy have the upper hand? Turn and answer me, O oh Lord, my God. Restore the sparkle to my eyes, or I will die. Don't let my enemies gloat, saying, we have defeated him. Don't let them rejoice at my downfall, but I trust in your unfailing love. I will rejoice because you have rescued me. I will sing to the Lord because he is good to me. And David is having a moment here with God's timing. I think David's having a moment. And a lot of people could read this and say, God, he's so dramatic. If you've never walked through something hard and had to sit and be patient in God's timing, You have no room to talk about how dramatic David is being because it's hard and it's tough. And I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, but at the same time, I kind of would because you know what? When God makes us sit and wait in his timing, it becomes heart issues, right? We start to dig in our hearts. We start to look at things in our hearts that are like, wow, I didn't even know that was there. That's ugly. That's not pretty. But how raw and real and authentic are we in our walk with Christ when we get to look into our heart and say, that's gross, Lord, and I'm going to give that to you. Then we're growing with the Lord. We're growing with him. We've, we've partnered with him. He sees the ugly. He sees the pretty. He sees the sad. He sees the happy. He sees the rejoice. He sees the mourning. And you end up growing with the Lord in that. And that's the beautiful part of it. That's the beautiful part in the waiting season. But he asked, how long will you forget me forever? How long will you look the other way? How long must I struggle? And some of you were asking this question today. How long? How long, Lord? How long is it going to be? And the Lord is sitting back and he's watching you. And he's saying, girl, I have factored all of this in to the beautiful plan I have for you, to the destiny that I have for you. I have factored all this in, all your emotions, all your feelings, all your bumps, all your curves all your windy roads, all your detours. I've factored it on. I already know. I already know this. And so he's calling you almost in this waiting period to say, come to me. Come to me. Come rest in me. Come bring me your problems. Come bring me your questions. Come to me. Because I know and I factored it in and I can't wait to show you the end result in this. Let me tell you, when we walked through infertility for two and a half years, I pulled out some of the ugliest crap, excuse my language, in my heart. Um I sat with a lot of friends that were going through the same thing and we had some ugly in our hearts. We had some ugly. <sighs> I got to walk through the Lord in that. I got to walk through the Lord in a bitter season. I got to walk through the Lord in a depressing season. I got to walk through the Lord in a mad season. I got to walk through the Lord just tired, right? Tired and wanting to give up. And the Lord is saying, no, do not give up because look what David says at the end of this song. But I trust in your unfailing love because when things fail in our lives, the Lord is never failing. He never fails. I will rejoice because you have rescued me. He's already rescued you, girl. Like you don't have to fight the pits of hell anymore. You don't have to fight with Satan anymore because the Lord's already rescued you. He already has a victory over your life. I will sing to the Lord because he is good to me. And sometimes we just have to repeat that over and over in our waiting season. But the Lord is good to me. But the Lord is good to me. But the Lord is good to me. And we have to tell ourselves that because Satan is trying right now to say, he's not good to you. You don't have, look, everybody else has this and you don't have this. And God, aren't you running out of time? God, what are you, 30? You don't even have an actual career. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Satan likes to whisper those things in your ear and lie to you. But the Lord is good to you. We tell Roman all the time, he says, the Lord is good to us. We have to remind ourselves, the Lord is good to us. He's good and his timing may suck, but it's perfect. (laughs) It sucks, but it's perfect. It's perfect timing. And I want to tell you something that she says in here that is so powerful. She says, friend, God is never late, but he is definitely never early and I'm convinced after having a new little girl that our destinies will almost always seem like a disturbance. I wish I could tell you that I'm always quick to get on board with God's plan, regardless of my feelings, but the truth is God and I still tangle. I would like to think that I've gotten faster in my obedience, but I'm still often late to catch up. Yet I know that in the words of my smart husband, we're looking for progress, not perfection. I don't want you to miss out on God's plan for your life because you're busy trying to figure it out, argue and negotiate or have a plea bargain your, or plea bargain your way out to a different plan or a different route to get there. I don't want to miss God's best for me because I liked my timing better than his. I want to be a yes girl. And that includes being more concerned about God's calendar than my own. I love that she says that. Don't miss out on God's best for you because you want your timing over his. And it's something that we have to have a conversation about with the Lord. We have to come with him every day. Lord, here's my list. Do I rip it? Do you like some of the things on this list? Is this good timing? What's your timing? I'm going to lay it to the side. What's your timing? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to wait. It's so hard to wait. And can we talk about what's going on in our world? Was that on anybody's time? no it wasn't but the lord is still good in it and he's still using it and he's still doing big powerful things in it like that was not even on anybody's radar but the lord is like i factored it in i knew about it yeah it's completely ruined everyone's schedules it's completely ruined everyone's time frame but maybe that's for a reason the lord's like yeah but it didn't ruin my time frame because my time frame is perfect right Do not miss out on God's best for you because you want your own time frame and you want your own calendar and you want your own schedule. Take all of it before the Lord, lay it at his feet and let him do his thing. Just Let him do his thing and remember that he is good to you, that we will rejoice in him, that we will trust in his unfailing love and that he is good to us. He's good to us and his timing is perfect. He's always worth the wait. He's always worth the wait. And in the trenches, you're like, no, I'm out. (laughs) I don't want to do this anymore. I'm out. But he's always, 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 always worth the wait. He's worth the wait. And I'm a testament to that. When we finally had Roman here in Midland, we didn't know anybody but my aunt and uncle here in Midland. We had a baby here. Like literally, I I had my schedule, my time. Joe had his schedule, his time in San Angelo. We had our people. We had family close. I Could not get pregnant. Couldn't get pregnant. We just couldn't. We couldn't get pregnant. And I was so mad and bitter and angry. And I just, the Lord had to literally pluck me from my comfort zone and move me out to somewhere I really honestly didn't want to be. Now I love it, but I didn't want to be here. And he made me grow with my husband because we were the only people that we really knew here. (laughs) We had to start over in our church life. We had to start over so many things that we just were so comfortable in. And then we got pregnant and it was like, what? Lord, what? But I look now and I look at Roman and I look at our life and I look at the relationship I have with my husband. And I can tell you that the Lord's timing is perfect. The Lord's timing is perfect. Perfect. And so, if you're going through the trenches today and you're waiting on the Lord and just things are not happening and you're just, you're really tired, I want to lock arms with you and I want to help you and I want to lift you up. And I want to remind you that the Lord is good to you. So, please, if you're doing that, you're in that season of your life, reach out to me. I would love to pray with you. I'd love to lock arms with you. Seriously, reach out to me. I would love that. Um, That would mean the world to me. And you need people in your corner fighting for you because it's an exhausting, it's exhausting. And it's okay to question the Lord. David did it. It's okay to question him. It's okay to say what is going on, but sit back and wait and be quiet because he'll reveal it to you. (laughs) You Just got to be quiet. Got to be obedient, right? Speaking of that, next week, we're going to talk about um, being the yes girl. And how we can be the yes girl to the Lord, and how we can be obedient. I'm really excited about that chapter. It's tough. I had to like hold back on some of it because I've already read it, and I wanted to word vomit some of it to you guys, but I'm trying to hold back on it. So next week's going to be good. We're going to be talking about how to be obedient. Um, now that we've laid down our lists, we've realized that God's timing is the timing, and it sucks sometimes, but we're going to get through it. And now next week we're going to talk about how to be obedient. But I love you guys. And I hope y'all have a wonderful week. We're on vacation this week. I don't know what we're going to do. We don't have nowhere to go. So we're going to hang out, maybe do some house projects. What are you guys doing? you all having a great July? It's July. (laughs) It's July. What are we doing? I don't know. But I hope y'all have a great week. Um, If y'all need anything, holler at me. I'd love to pray for you. Um, I'd love to walk with you through the hard you need people in your life to walk with you to your heart. Love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me. We'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today in our Facebook live group. And if you're not a part of that group yet, I just, again, encourage you to hop on over to Facebook um, and search for The First Cup, and we will invite you into our Facebook group. We um, are able to pray for each other in that group, shout out some prayer requests, some praises. Um, We have worship, weekly worship, and We just really would love to have you a part of our community in that group. So jump on over there. Again, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And we hope you have a great week and come back soon.